There's a lot going on. Then again, there always is, isn't there? Hope you enjoyed the Super Bowl. My name is Tommy Casabona. We're about to provide you with a cruise podcast, a podcast about cruising. Now, the idea is to have it be about cruising, but sometimes, as you guys know, we don't always have exact control over where it goes. But we're backed up. I'm backed up here, okay? I'm still trying to get my bearings, trying to see what the hell's going on. We got off this vlogger's extravaganza. Is that how I say it? You know what I mean? You want to come at me for saying that's how I want to say it. Extravaganza. Cruise. Okay. Then I had to do the cross-country Redneck Riviera. Don't get mad at me for saying Redneck Riviera. I didn't make up the name. But either way, it's across, you know, that region from like, I guess, Texas all the way to Florida. It perimetizes, perimetizes the Gulf Coast. And I did that drive I-10 to I-75 back home. 12 hours. 12-hour drive. I know there's longer drives out there, you know? If you were going to drive, try to drive to Germany, that would that would take longer. But 12 hours ain't nothing to sleep uh, sneeze at, right? Uh, so we had to do that. We had to do the transition to get ready to cruise out of Miami on Royal Caribbean's Freedom of the Seas. And, uh, you know, what I'll say is that, that, that listen, that was a head-to-head battle. It's not often you get a chance to go on two heavyweight cruise ships back-to-back that are kind of in the same, let's call it, let's call it the same class across different brands. I know it's not exact. I know the breakaway class is a little bit newer than the Freedom class, but when you're talking about two heavyweight cruise lines and two heavyweight cruise ships similar in size, you know, you're gonna get a good feel. You get on that breakaway, you get off that breakaway, now you're on the freedom. It's a little bit of a test. It's putting some pressure. On the Norwegian breakaway. Dare I say it put the freedom of this. I'm sorry. It put the breakaway to the test. If you want to find out how they did stick around. Let's start the show. Oh, we back for another one, right? <laughs> Bags are packed. Hey, Tommy, you ready? Let's go. We going in. Hey. It's the night before the cruising If I'm honest, I ain't sleeping But even if I could, I'd be dreaming About this weekend, all the fun we about to have As we taking this vacation Always be booked on our way to embarkation Cause we know what's in store Pockets and palm trees, tropical sea breeze And frozen daiquiris, oh please Thank you sir, yes I think I'll have another Please don't blow my cover, cause I'm passing on the muster Bring a lover, bring a friend, bring someone you just met It ain't snowing where we going And the good times never end Here's the five more years, drinking beers, running Pierce, thanks for giving us your ears through the laughter and the tears. But we just getting started out here. Give us a holler if you're looking. You can find us somewhere south of the Bahamas. Getting hotter as we go. Cones and we united. So sound that horn, cause everybody's invited. All aboard and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Always Be Booked Cruise Cast Show. Coming to you not quite live. From South Florida, that's right, Boca Raton, Florida. We're having fun out here. Another day, another sunny day where, I don't know, listen, not trying to rub anything in, but I haven't put anything on besides shorts and a t-shirt today, and we're loving it. But listen, I, I like the I like the Hulk. I do like the change of seasons. I don't know how you guys feel about that. Anytime I get a chance to go back to New York during winter, I always embrace it, but come on. It's not bad out there. When you got to roll out of bed, you want to head to the gym, get your coffee, and uh, yeah, shorts flip-flops 
tank tops, that type of thing. Anyway, my name is Tommy Casabona. As I mentioned before, I am the host of this cruise podcast, uh, of which I'm told it's an acquired taste. If you are new to the show, please give it some time. Dare I say, give it a few days, maybe in a, maybe a few episodes, because uh, I, I think the very things that might annoy you about me, myself, my persona, including the aforementioned accent that you've already heard, uh, start to slowly become endearing. They, via osmosis, creep into your day-to-day, and a lot of people like it. A lot of people don't, I'll tell you that. But hey, listen, here we are. I'd like to remind everybody at the top of the show that we have a Facebook group. That's where we do our community building. We get together, we talk to each other, we share information, share photos, celebrate cruising as a whole. We also break each other's chops. If there's any part of what we do, the always be booked entity across the board where we get to associate with each other and create a community, it is the always be booked cruise podcast. I'm sorry, no. Back it up. The Always Be Booked Cruise and Travel Lounge on Facebook, and that is a group. I repeat, the Always Be Booked Cruise and Travel Lounge. See what I'm saying about that acquired taste of what I'm repeating stuff? Like you're five, I got to repeat that for you? Always Be Booked Cruise and Travel Lounge on Facebook. Yes. Yes, I know what you're thinking. There's been iced coffee and a heavy dose and a bunch of endorphins from uh, three and a half miles today on the elliptical la fitness i had to get out of the freaking and again here's a little off the rails thing if you're new bear with this for a second i had to get off this for out of this la fitness there's an la fitness that's proximal to fau florida atlantic university and guys i'm trying not i'm trying not to be the get off my lawn guy but this is out of control like i go to this gym and this is not i tell Kay, i was like i'm not going to the gym i'm going to the selfie studio the TikTok auditorium. It's a joke. You go in there and all it is is, I mean, guys, I get it. Some haircuts come in trends, right? No problem. I get it. There's trendy haircuts out there. But if you're 19 to 23 years old and you don't have a bushy haircut in the front of your head that's covered, that basically goes down to your eyebrows, then you're screwed. You have to have it. It's a, it's, it's a prerequisite. prerequisite. You have to have that. And these kids, they're not even embarrassed. Like, I'm not saying I didn't, you know, if I felt a couple of gains coming in, if I got that extra weight up and I felt like, you know what, the shoulders are looking good today. I'm not saying I never snuck a quick selfie in the mirror, like sneak it real quick in the gym. But like, oh, I got a good pump going on right there. Look at those triceps. Let me snap that real quick. I get that. That happens. But what you got now is these teenagers and early 20-year-old kids having no issues of standing in front of a mirror together, neck and neck, flexing next to each other, and one's taking a picture for the other. And forget about it in the locker room. Like they even knew. I walked in one time and I just walked in, and they're standing in front of the mirror shooting a TikTok from the sink. And I just looked at them and they looked at me and they they were a little embarrassed. They were like, yeah, yeah, it's happening. Yeah, this is happening. And I'm like, I shook my head. It was smiled a little because of just the ridiculousness of it. But I had, long story short, I had to get out of there. I changed gyms. I go to the location that's maybe, I guess it's Delray Beach, just a couple of miles north. Same distance. Instead of going west, I'm going uh, north now to a different LA fitness. This is a little bit more workmanlike. A little bit more get unpacked, get that suitcase under the bed type of scenario. 
anyway. Uh, so yeah, always be booked cruising travel lounge on Facebook. If you guys like this show and you want more of it and you want to support this show, I have a Patreon, patreon.com slash always be booked P A T R E O N.com slash always be booked. Believe it or not, we do a show every night of the regular week, Monday through Friday, half hour. We talk about cruise news. We talk about whatever the hell comes up. It's usually at the wee hours of the morning when I do this. So yeah, it gets weird. $8 a month. Patreon.com slash always be booked. YouTube. I got to. Bro, your boy's pumping out content. Okay. I still do not have. I haven't developed the, the proverbial uh, stones to put together, you know, any type of regularity when it comes to making these front facing YouTube videos. But I'm pretty happy with my turnaround on these two cruise ship tours, uh, the freedom of the seas from Royal Caribbean and the breakaway of the seas from the vlogger extravaganza. And, uh, you could check them out. Always be booked YouTube guys. The group cruise, October 8th. I can't help you guys. If you are not going to be a part of this group cruise, you know, ever know something ever have information. Have you ever been privy to information that you know for a fact is so and if you could just make the other people realize that this is so, and this is what this will be, and this is what you're looking forward to, if you just listen to me, just follow my lead on this one thing, trust me, you want to be on this group cruise, the always be booked group cruise that we have for October 8th on Carnival Celebration. We already got 25 wacky pirates coming on this thing. I expect that to double by the time we set sail. And uh, listen. Oh, I can't, I can lead a horse to water, but I can't make them book. Okay. And, uh, it's pretty much it. There's other stuff out there. Well, we'll leave it at that for now. Oh, amp on Friday, every Friday, do the amp guys. That's becoming one of my favorite hours of the week amp. It's an app. I hate saying it. The words, the flow of the words are clunky. The way it happens amp. It's an app on your iPhone. You could also get it on your desktop. I have a radio show that I do. It's 5 o'clock right here, happy hour. It's a mix of talk, mostly music. I'm not saying you should expect it to be a podcast. I do chop it up with you guys a little. I jump in the chat a little bit. But mostly it's just music about cruising, music about feeling good, music about the tropics and whatever else, whatever might have you. And yes, I do take requests if they don't suck. All right, so what do we got? What's the schedule here? What's the story? I got a lot going on. I got to do a live stream tonight, and uh, I have to make videos. I realize I do have to make videos. I do have a, what would you call it, uh, a sense of urgency with this whole always be booked thing right now. So if you ever were inclined to support this show, if you were ever inclined to share, to get it out to people and let people know that, hey, this guy Tommy over here at the Always Be Booked Studios at the K Compound down in South Florida, Boca Raton, to be specific, he's got something going on. You might be into it. You might want to, dare I say, send your, send your proverbial ears his way because there's some crazy stuff happening down there. And you know what? We got to do it. It's now. It's got to happen now. The time is now. So of all the things that we do talk about and of all the things I do say to you, the best thing you could do to help this show is to grow the audience. And you do that by sharing this with somebody who might like podcasting, might like uh, uh, content about travel, cruising specifically in general, or just whack jobs with a microphone who sit around in sweatpants and scream ramblings, mad, mad ramblings. Let's talk about some stuff, okay? I want to talk about the uh, Norwegian breakaway. Uh, 
As you guys know, so I did do a show. You haven't heard from me. The masses, Patreon people hear from me every night. Bless their heart. Shout out to Carol. Uh, They hear from me every night. But you guys, for the masses, have not heard from me since I was on the breakaway uh, in the middle of somewhere in the middle of the Gulf of Mexico. And that was a great time, man. I got to talk. So I don't listen. One thing you know, if you are a new listener, you'll know to a fault. I'm just not going to recurse word coming. I'm not going to bullshit. Okay. I'm not going to be out here saying, hey, I, I will say, no, this is a legitimate legitimate disclaimer every cruise is phenomenal every cruise is i've never had a bad cruise in my life i'm hopefully incapable of having a bad cruise but what i do do out here is advocate for you the consumer the cruise consumer and let you know when shit sucks if if it goes wrong if it goes bad it goes bad and i'm not going to be out here saying oh you know i'm being a little too negative i gotta i gotta i'm not gonna i gotta do a compliment sandwich no If the Norwegian breakaway that I just got off of punched you in the face with nine things that absolutely sucked, spoiler alert, it did. I'm going to let you know about it. And I'm not going to apologize and worry about about sounding like a complainer because I just gave you my disclaimer. I had a freaking great time. I love Norwegian. I love cruising. I loved this cruise. Now, hopefully that'll make sense that'll still make sense even though i'm about to rip them a new asshole now there was good things and i'm going to go through the good things too but we're going to talk about the stuff that was rough because the stuff that was rough it was glaring you know there were there were issues here and it wasn't you know it started from the beginning so well let's just talk about the beginning so i was i was very very excited about taking this cruise, but I realized that, you know, I did say that it probably wasn't the most financially responsible thing for me to do. So you can add that to the list of maybe a grain of salt, maybe, I guess, qualify that when I do say some of the things I'm about to say, because yes, I was worried and uh, focused on money, maybe normally than I would have been when I had been in the middle of, you know, just taking a week off of a full-time job where I was getting paid. I haven't got a regular income in five months. So yeah, I was a little bit more sensitive to some of the expenses that may have come my way. Uh, And we'll start with stuff that's financial. Okay. Some of the stuff is, you know, it's my issue. It's my thing. Norwegian has that reputation. We all know Norwegian has that reputation for being a bit of a nickel and dime cruise line. Okay, those nickels and dimes started turning into quarters and dollars on uh, as far as I'm concerned. So just pricing in general. Now, this is nothing that they pulled the wool over your eyes for. This was out there and it was in your face. I just think it's a little egregious where you have something called free at sea. Free at sea means you get three or four different, I guess, what would you call them? Perks that would justify a little bit, uh, well, significant higher cruise price, which they do offer a significant higher cruise price. But you've, the, 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 the soft landing is that you get all these perks. Now, if the perks that they give you, if the perks that they slide into you are not perks that you could actually, I, I, I guess, you know, use and, 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 and get full use out of on their own, and you find that yourself having to upgrade from those perks on top of them, then where are we at? Then it doesn't justify paying a higher cruise price. And when you talk about the gratuity, so what am I talking about? Internet. 
That's one of the free perks, right? That's one of the perks. Internet's 250 minutes. If you're a freaking vlogger, if you're a content creator in any way, shape, or form, you know, you're going you're gonna to wipe 250 minutes away for like a runny nose. That's nothing. I know that analogy made no sense. Runny nose. What does that even mean? I don't know. What I'm trying to say is it doesn't mean anything. 250 minutes is gone in the first day. Okay? Especially me. I like to stream. I like to see what's going on. I like to check the temperature out there. If somebody's doing a live stream, if somebody's uh, releasing, I want to I want to put it on and I want to listen to long form. If Sherry from Cruise Tips TV drops a podcast while I'm on board, I want to listen to that podcast. That right there is now. There's 60 of your 250 minutes. So I have to upgrade. And when you upgrade, you're upgrading as if you didn't have any equity in anything whatsoever i think all in for the streaming was already your lowest price if you bought it on board was 270 in that area yeah 230 if you buy it prior which i didn't and that's my fault we're talking about 270 dollars for one device now you're getting close to $400 if you're going to add two devices. If you just want to be able to use the internet free and clear and not have to freaking worry about turning it off every two seconds, that's the other thing. You got to turn it off or else your minutes keep going. So right then and there, yes, I have free at sea, the three perks, but yep, boom, another 300 on internet. Pay me. Uh, it, not Not ideal. Not ideal. Again, sticking with the theme, having the free at sea, paying uh, undiscounted higher end cruise price because of the free at sea, you get a drink package, right? The drink package doesn't give you any water. And that's an F you to from Norwegian. Okay. I'm telling you that right now. This is not a thing. Well, you know, water, it's, it's a lot of money. So we can't, you got to understand waters. Now they do a couple of things that, that they drive the, they drive you away from the free at sea, the beverage portion of it no water fountain soda only and there are a level of premium brands that you cannot get and i don't think you can get champagne in general either i'll have to check that but i don't think you can get any champagne whatsoever and no water and people like champagne people champagne is celebratorial dare i say and when you're on a cruise you're celebrating so it's like, why, what are we doing here? I can't get a glass of crappy champagne. There's some champagne out there that's, you know, that's, that's $2.99 a bottle, which I'm sure they're using. And then the water. The water situation is egregious because especially if you're drinking, you know, they should the, the, the water should automatically come with it. Because I'm telling you right now, and I think I said this somewhere. I'm not sure if I said it last week. If I did, I apologize. I know I did say it on the Patreon. But the water. If you having having been someone who, who who purchased beverages for large organizations, nothing even close to as large as an organization as Norwegian Cruise Line Holdings. Do you realize how cheap they can get freaking water for? Now, if you're going to give people unlimited booze, beer, that type of thing, the responsible thing to do is include the water. Not try to drive them up another couple of hundred dollars. To get a different package, which allows them to freaking hydrate on a cruise ship. That's not cool. Norwegian kicking the water. You're charging more for the cruise. You're offering free at sea like it's something valuable. Put the freaking water in there. It's not because you're getting, it's not because of an expenditure. 
And it's a cost-cutting thing. I could see that. If water was at a premium and the price of water was high, like eggs, and sorry, guys, we got to charge you for water. We have to transfer this cost over to you because it's heavy on us. It's not the way it is. Water's freaking cheap. This is simply a way to get people who really want water and not have to worry about it. The people who place a high premium on making sure they have unlimited water to be able or to be in a position to say, ah, screw it. I don't want to worry about the water. Just give me the upgraded drink package. And apparently there was a problem. There was a Watergate scandal with the vloggers. They were supposed to get free, uh, six free waters. And I heard nine different stories about that. No, we're not giving you the waters. Yes, here are your waters with a nice big smile. Uh, we'll reluctantly give you the waters. We'll give you the water, but we'll give you all the water on last the last day, so you better drink them fast. Heard all sorts of things about the water. Why is it a problem? Norwegian, why is this freaking water a problem? And stop with the cartons. I get it. Environment. I like, env- I like the environment. I don't want the world to end. Just like anybody else. Have have you had a water out of a freaking carton? Nothing worse. Nothing worse than a water out of a carton. I don't want it. I don't know. What else? What else are we talking about here? Big, big controversy on the no returned dollars for the skipped port of call. We were not able to. And, you know, it's like they're going to wake you up, right? It's a quarter to seven in the morning. They're going to be like, Ladies and gentlemen, you know, they have different levels of being able to access you with their PA system. You know, the PA system from the cruise director, that's throughout the halls. If there's like some sort of an emergency, I guess they do have an access to be able to infiltrate your room no matter what you want. You know what I mean? If you you can't turn that off. If they feel it's important enough of an announcement to infiltrate your room, they're going to do that. Apparently, skipping this port was exactly that. So what had happened was... Uh, I'm, I woke up at about 8 a.m. I don't know what it was because that's the other thing. I couldn't. There was nine different freaking time changes on this cruise. By the way, did I mention I really liked this cruise? <laughs> I had a great time. I promise I had a great time. I loved this cruise. I love Norwegian, and I loved this sailing. I did. All right, let's get back to it. So, yeah, 8 o'clock in the morning. Hello, this is the captain. Uh from the bridge we were sorry about the accent that's cultural appropriation or i don't even know if that's the right word but it's something you're not supposed to do i know that i mean let me not do the accent so he says we're not we're not gonna make it long story short the wind i tried three or four times i can't get in i can't i can't do it i can't get to uh, roatan no not roatan uh harvest k belize i can't get in because of the wind safety first right okay fine i probably wasn't getting off the ship either way but from what you hear, I mean, every other cruise line, it's automatic that the funds just get returned. Now, these are not a lot of funds, okay? This is like $10, $12, $15, something like that, that you pay the Harvest K Belize portion of your uh, port fees that you pay at the beginning of your cruise. That's money that goes directly from you, ideally, through the cruise line to the ports, paying for the port fees. If you don't show up at the port, they don't really have much justification to charge you that money, right? Well, from what I heard, again, similar scenario. I heard their policy was not to return those funds to you. That's part of your cruise fare. Norwegian's policy is not to give those back to you, which is wrong. Then I heard there were situations or scenarios where if you did complain, they would return that port fee to you. Okay. 
That's just, again, that's Norwegian fuzzy math, fuzzy math. Let's extrapolate that out to what we're talking about as far as the uh, returning of the funds that are unused. If you put a credit card down and then maybe allocate a bunch of funds to your sailing to be used to spend, and then you don't use it all, they don't just return those funds to your credit card. They have a cash bank up at guest services and they require you to show up so you can receive the balance that is unspent at guest services on the last C-Day. There is so much wrong with that, it's not even funny. So let's start back with the port that was missed, okay? The conflict of interest is, if it's going to be your policy to not refund people their port fees when you do skip a port of call, there's got to be some sort of a gray area. What is the blurred line where the captain is deciding whether or not this is absolutely safe, 100% safe, or maybe, you know what? It's absolutely not safe. Zero. So zero to 100. 100 being, yes, perfectly safe to go. And then zero meaning, no, we can't go. Absolutely not. We can't go. There's 99 possible degrees of level of safety, I guess, um, what would you call it? What I'm trying to say is that there's, it, it's, it's of the opinion of the captain. And maybe some days he may consider it safe to go into port when other days he wouldn't necessarily consider. Here's my ultimate point, which I'm not articulating in a good fashion. It's gray area. So if all things are equal, and let's just say it's 50-50, why would the cruise line not err on, uh, on not going to the port so that they can keep that money? Because I don't think the cruise line has to pay if they don't if they don't port if they don't dock there, so they're just going to pocket that money. So if they don't go to the if they don't go to the port, that has to affect their decision. Is what I'm saying. They may just not. Uh, you know what? We probably could port. We probably could dock. But why don't we save a bunch of money and blame it on the wind? Or if it's even close, it's a conflict of interest is what I'm saying. They get to keep more money if they don't dock. Maybe. Similar situation when you're talking about returning funds to the card. Instead of just doing the easy thing, yes, I know, credit card fees. All right, we'll minus out the credit card fees and return what's left. You know what I mean? So so, so I guess their, their thing about not putting it just back on your card automatically if you don't spend the rest of the money on what you allocated for the cruise, they'll basically say to you, okay, well, no, this credit card fees, so we want to pay you cash. You know damn well if somebody has, you know, $19 left that they have coming to them because they didn't spend it, and either they, for whatever reason, they don't want to stand on line on their last day because it's a long line, or they don't have time to stand on line in the morning because they got to catch a flight. Whatever it is, they're going to forego that. Norwegian knows that, so they just keep the money. It's part of the business model. At the end, you know, that's like tips, tip money. How much did we make in tips at the end of the night bartending? Oh, we made uh, 784 together. Okay, cool. That's like a tip bucket thing. I could see Frank Del Rio calling the executives. Breakaway, vloggers extravaganza. How much did we make on unused funds? 4,361. Nice. You know what I mean? So 
Uh, Don was all over that. Don was all over that. And Don was big on the cans of Coke. Don, Don, Don on uh, Don's family vacation, if you watched this video, he was fired up about not being able to get a can of Coke with his drink package. I'm not mad at you, Don. I see you. I get it. I get it. All right, financially, that was pretty much it. Oh, no, no, no. Specialty restaurants, okay? So specialty restaurants are a thing on cruises. We know about them. They've been around forever. But the thing is this. Usually, there's either an there's either a cover charge, where if you want to go to the steakhouse, you get a prefix menu, 40, 50 bucks. It's crept up to nowadays, maybe even more, whatever it is, on a lot of cruise lines. Or they go a la carte. If they're going to do a la carte, usually you get pricing based on the fact that normally things are free on a cruise ship. This is an elevated experience. You've already paid for a good portion of your food on the cruise. So we're going to just, we're going to tax you a little bit more. Like perfect example, emeralds on Carnival Celebration. You go there, you get an etouffee that would usually cost uh, whatever. I don't know. Um, or beans, sausage, beans, and rice. And we sausage, beans, and rice that would cost you maybe $12, $15 on land. It's a big, hearty dish. But they're just going to bang you out 4 or 5 bucks for it just because of the fact that, you know what, slight little upcharge. Norwegian, I didn't see any freaking cover charges. There was no price-fixed cover charges. My experiences were the raw bar, the, uh, the, the, the American diner, and La Bistro. Shout out to Wanda. Thank you, Wanda. Dinner was on her at the Raw Bar. And then we go to um, American Diner. Pricing was through the roof. Pricing in American Diner was just as much as it would be on land. $13, $14 sandwiches. And Le Bistro, for one, for me, myself, I was with somebody, but she had the, she had the package. So she didn't, you know, she, she, she had, they, they wanted to get her an upcharge because she ordered something that was clearly not. So she actually got banged out for something. And then my bill was $75. Could you imagine going to a specialty restaurant on a cruise ship for one person ordering just an appetizer, entree and dessert and being over $70? That's unheard of. I saw Tony's video. Tony freaking spent $90 on the hibachi. You're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to have to spend $90 for one person at a restaurant. That's not cool, Norwegian. That's not that's not what it's supposed to be. Okay? That's all I'm saying. All right. That's the financials. Those are the financial stuff, the financial woes. That's the complaining I'll do from that start from that standpoint. Let's talk about different types of complaining here. Solar experience seemed to have lost its luster a little. Uh, when I went on breakaway previously, they much more celebrated the solo experience. They utilized the solo cruisers lounge. The uh, solo coordinator was much more visible. It seems like they mailed that in a little bit. Not sure. Guys, we can't deny what the hell's going on with this pool deck on 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 on, on some of these breakaway ships. I mean, that's who 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 freaking designed that? Who who looked at those schematics and said, okay, that's a go? Bizarre, bizarre layout. The pool, secondary uh, waiting area. I mean, you, you can't, you, you saw the loungers. If you, if you looked from the sun deck, which was deck 16, I believe, 16 or 17, and you looked down at the pool deck, you saw that there were loungers that were literally leaning on the hot tub 
and then the foot of the the lounger was basically off the Lido, like to an area where you you couldn't even you there was it was so tight it was ridiculous. And that's just the functionality part of it. The visual part of it, they just had these white buildings that seemed to like kind of like service the bar. They were like behind the bar, but they just had these big white igloo looking buildings all throughout. Guys, if you want to build a Lido deck, a pool deck, you want that to be a photogenic area. You want that to be an area of the cruise ship where you kind of you know, Meravilia, that's it. Meravilia, that is the prime example. And again, they do it really well. Not every cruise line is going to do it that good. MSC has figured out how to build a cruise ship. Have they figured out how to schedule entertainment or rock the food or, you know, make sure the day-to-day uh, fun is happening? No, they haven't figured that end of it out. But they sure have f- figured out how to build a cruise ship. And some of those MSC cruise ships, you just even celebrity, even Carnival, Carnival's tightened up a little bit. Royals tightened up a little bit on them. When I say tightened up, they've a lot added a lot of, uh, you know, accoutrements that kind of get in the way of the majesty and the palatialness of what you would think a pool deck should be. You should be able to sit at your lounger or sit beside the pool and survey the whole thing. You should be able to have that thousand yard stare and look all the way across to the other end of the pool deck. Maybe you see, oh, there's so-and-so wave over. No, you shouldn't have to be walking. The, the, the freaking pool deck on Norwegian Breakaway is comparable to the studio stateroom, which we'll talk about in a second. All right, let's move on from there. Muster drill is back. In-person muster drill. Mine wasn't that bad. I, I can't say. I've heard horror stories. When I listen to a lot of the people... I mean, I it I wouldn't have done well if I was in a muster station and they had me outside and, you know, there was no information to be received at a particular time, yet I still had to stand at attention and be perfectly quiet. I heard a lot of horror stories about that. You're getting shushed for 20 minutes. You have to stand in silence for 20 minutes on a hot pool deck while you wait for a freaking obsolete ritual to start that doesn't need to happen anymore. I didn't experience that. My experience was just as much of a waste of time, though. We're in there, and they made a whole big joke about it. No offense. They had, like, this chubby guy on stage. And the either assistant cruise director or entertainment director, I don't know what his position was, but he was very visible throughout. The, he was a funny dude. He was hysterical, but he had the mic. And then there was this chubby dude on the stage. They put him on the stage, and he didn't really know exactly how to put the life jacket on. So as the guy was trying to tell us and tell everybody who was doing the physical uh, example, the model of how to put the life jacket on, this chubby guy was having trouble with it. And then instead of just like kind of like continuing on with this quote unquote serious necessary demonstration, this guy decided that he was going to use it as material. I mean, I probably would have done the same thing. It's funny. You know what I mean? Even if you're the guy, you know, if people are having a little bit of a, of a, of a, of a joke at your expense and everybody's taking it all in good fun. Sure. But at the same time, don't tell me I got to come to this freaking all ever so important drill that we can't live without. And then you just, you know, we're on the stage making a mockery out of it, you know, at the expense of this poor guy, you know, it was, a, it was weird. That was, that was the weird part. Um, and then, yeah, the solo cabin, I can't do that anymore. That was, that was rough, you know, just for storage purposes. Yes, I did have a lot. Maybe if I wasn't traveling with so much because I had another cruise after that, maybe there was ways that I could have done it, but no, the storage is awful. Uh, you can't like, you couldn't, 
go into your closet without sliding things in front of you. I was trying to have a setup to where I could do podcasting. And I wanted to be able to put my mic up with the computer, with the laptop right under the TV. I wasn't able to do that unless I um, unless I had the door closed. If I wanted to open my dresser door, which slid, it was it would kind of take out my whole console system. Same thing with the, uh, you know, there was just not enough room to put all my clothes. So I had to leave them in the suitcase. So that was an added pain in the ass. Every time I wanted to go get certain items of clothing, I had to go under my bed, pull the suitcase back out. And uh, yes, I did get nicked up a little bit trying to get in and out of the shower. Yeah, I'm a gentleman of size a little bit. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Maybe if I was a svelte 153, maybe it wouldn't be as much of an issue. No, I couldn't close the door. Now, why would you want to? I don't need to close the door, but yeah, door had to stay wide open. Well, if I, if I was in a seated position from a bathroom Eric point of view, that's what happened. That's where it was. That's what we dealt with. Uh, the nightlife and Spice H2O. The Spice H2O experience is just not what it used to be on either of my last breakaway class ships. Uh, again, it was a nice venue and it's really is nice to be outside on a cruise ship late at night with some music playing, but they used to have just the lively dance party with a strategic guy on the microphone who knew when to come in and come out with the mic, with who knew, you know, knew how to rile up the crowd that was replaced with subpar microphone skills and constant interruption for line dance instruction. I'm trying to have a conversation, vibe out with a few friends, enjoy some cocktails, be in the mood. I got to listen to a guy try to explain people who can't dance how to do the thriller, Michael Jackson thriller thing. The stupid, okay, do the thing with the hands and then turn around and then pretend you're pulling a rope. And it, it's 20 minutes. Yeah, maybe if these were professional dancers, they'd be able to get it in five, five, six, seven, eight. Done. Let's get it. Let's roll. Take it from the top. No, these are morons out here from a dancing standpoint. I'm in that crew, too. I'm not disparaging people who can't pick up, you know, dance steps. I'm not a professional dancer. But this dance was taking 20 minutes to, and you're sitting there and you just got a guy. No, and and no, 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 no. And it's just instructions. Let an organic dance party happen. The people who know how to do the Michael da- Jackson dance will get in the corner and do the stupid dance. Other than that, keep it to the Cupid Shuffle, the Electric Slide, the Wobble, the Whip, the Nene, the Favorites. And then get into some good music. I like that. I have no problem when the party starts, play the Wobble, play the Electric Slide, play the Cha-Cha Slide, play whatever you want to play. And then let the DJ spread his wings. Let the DJ do his thing and let, you know, let, let, let him run a night like you would in a nightclub. We don't need to freaking demand participation from everybody by calling everybody to the dance floor and spending 20 minutes doing a freaking line dance instruction. I don't know. Uh, we had an O'Shehan's incident. We wanted to eat late night. I've mentioned this before on the Patreons. I mentioned this before on uh, somewhere else. But yeah, we, we, we were hanging out at O'Shehan's. We just weren't in a rush because... In our program, in our brochure, it says very clearly that O'Shea Hands is 24-7. 
Now, if you had told us something different, we would have lined up and we would have ordered our food, food earlier. But it was me. It was, I'm not going to mention names, okay? I don't want to rope people into this mess. I've already got Frank Del Rio freaking got my room bugged right now. I'm sure there's going to be somebody. I'm sure there's going to be a washy-washy person standing outside my front door with a, with a with a shovel and some duct tape already. Based on this rant, did I mention that I love Norwegian cruise? I love this cruise. I had an absolute blast on this cruise, and I really do mean that from the bottom of my heart. This is what we do here, though. This is what we do. But uh, oh, she hands. We're sitting there in no rush, having some drinks, having some shots, knowing full well. I mean, dare I say dreaming about what's in our future. When I'm sitting with all of us at Hands, we're talking, we're waxing poetically about our channels, talking about the ports of call that we've been to, cruises of yesteryear and those to come. But we're all really thinking about the same thing. We're all really thinking about... Thai chili wings. We're all really thinking about that delicious cheeseburger with that side of fries. Hunt's ketchup, by the way. My former boss and owner says, just that's it. Just dismiss the place immediately. Any place that doesn't give you Heinz ketchup, disqualify them from a place that you would ever go to. That wasn't me because I loved using Heinz because you go to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania and you live there for three years and you start to develop a little bit of um, a, a, a contrarian mentality out there. You want to piss off somebody from Pittsburgh, pull Hunt's ketchup out of your pocket. When they bring you your ketchup, here's your ketchup. So no, actually, uh, I don't do Heinz. I, I have my own. You will see, uh, I mean, people's heads will explode in Pittsburgh if you don't use Heinz ketchup and you prefer Hunt's. But my boss says, if you see a place that has hunts that doesn't do whatever they got to do to spring for the Heinz. And I hear what he's saying. It's like, leave immediately. Oh, she hands had Heinz. I don't feel as strongly about this situation as my former boss. But, you know, I did. I did take a picture of the hunts and, and send it to him and showed him. He's like, leave immediately. Get out of there. But so now we're all boozed up and we're finally ready to make our way to Put in our names to be able to be seated at the lovely Oshihan's 24-hour restaurant. When we are immediately told, you can't. We're closed. WTF. The hell you are. There's signage. I'm looking. I'm, I'm right in front of you. I'm looking at signage. Long story short, we got supervisors involved. We were polite. We, we didn't go out off the rails. We, we remained fairly polite. Realize that it is not you. You didn't make this decision. You're not the CEO of the company. But what I did realize is that it was 3 in the morning and you were not going to be open again until 7. That is hardly 24 hours. Not ideal. Again, one of two things could have happened. Uh, you could have stayed open. You know what? I wouldn't even have accepted if they left the buffet out there. They left the buffet. They, they, they referred to the buffet that they left out that had cookies and crackers. So if you wanted cookies and crackers buffet style, you could. So technically they were still open. But how about this? We're sitting there 15 feet away with no rut. We're not, we're not, we're not, we would have, we would, the other thing, we would have showed up. We would have been there. Tell us, give us a warning. Hey, we close between these two, these hours because we got to, we got to clean the kitchen. If you want a food order, 
make sure it's in. We could have put the food order in 45 minutes earlier. But didn't happen. So we never got food. And yes, we got supervisors. We got people involved. Again, Petty, did we Karen out a little bit? I don't like to say it like that, dude. Like you could, you can tell people, you could have people just not get what they uh, supposedly pay for at the front end of their cruise, not and forego things that they were promised just in the spirit of not wanting to look like a Karen. Me, at three a.m. in the morning after a bunch of booze, wanting a cheeseburger, wings, fries, what have you? Yeah, call me a Karen. Call me a Karen. Uh, what else we got? Signature things on a cruise ship. I like signature things. I like when I go on a carnival cruise ship, there are things I could list dozens of them. Well, maybe a dozen of them. Things that I know that are signature to carnival that I cannot wait to get on and experience and kind of go down that memory lane. It's, you know, it is quality. It is the actual thing that's good, but it's also nostalgia. It's the branding. It's going in and experiencing it. Perfect example, Blue Iguana Cantina. You love those tacos. Is that the best taco you could have in the world? No, not even close. But it is a branded thing that you look forward to on a carnival cruise ship. I put it out there in the Facebook group. Let me know what those things are for Norwegian. What are those branded, whether it's a venue, whether it's a bartender, whether it's a food item, whether it's a special night, whether it's whatever. What are the specialty branded signature items from Norwegian that you want to get your hands on that you can't wait to see. And not really many people had that. They had a lot of disc of free at sea. Makes it I like freestyle dining. You know, that that was most of it. The 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 the, the financial part of it, which honestly it's hitting the law of diminishing returns more and more every time. Or it was the fact that there was it was freestyle cruising, you know? I think somebody did say a couple of things that might have been cool, but you know, I'm going to say a couple of things that I think are cool. But in general, when you talk about carnival, like I said, aft pool, best steak, best comedy. I don't need to keep repeating these. I say them all the time on the show. Royal Caribbean, you know, Royal Promenade, I absolutely love. The helipad is really cool to watch sailaways out of. You have the, uh, the, 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 um, the playmakers on board some of these uh, amplified ships. The English pub. Phenomenal. They have a freaking ice skating rink on the ship. Uh, El Loco Fresh. Uh, some people, even though it's garbage, I still like bad pizza. Sorrento's. There's things on Royal Caribbean ships that you get on a Royal Caribbean ship and you're automatically excited to get to them. What are those things on Norwegian? I'll wait. I don't like saying that. When people say that, they... They ask you a question that they know they may or may not be able to, that you may or may not be able to answer. And then they say, I'll wait. I don't like that, even though I just did it. So I'm going to, I'm going to actually apologize for that. Let me retract that. I retract the, I'll wait. Let's talk about the good stuff. There was good stuff on this cruise. First of all, the cruise overall, I absolutely loved. Uh, We'll talk about the vlogger thing in a little while. There wasn't much to go on with the vlogger stuff. I didn't really participate in a bunch of that stuff. We'll talk about that in a second. But let's talk about the good. The ship is really nice. I really like the cruise ship in general. Uh, You know, the question is, like, you know, when I say a carnival ship, if I, like, experience it, the lows on a carnival are lower than any Norwegian low. The bar is way below. 
So like, here's where it is. Like, there's a bunch of 75s across the board. Let's just say Norwegian. Everything is a 75. With Royal Caribbean, I'll say everything is an 82 across the board. Everything. If it goes down, it doesn't go below 69 or or 70 or something like that. That's the range. Carnival, while they will go below, there's things on Carnival that go down to the 40s and 50s. But there's so much that's at 95 on Carnival. That's the best way I could explain why Carnival is my favorite cruise line. So let's talk about the good. The ship is really, really nice. And they really fancy at some parts. You know, there's a difference. I feel like I'm going to be a little contradictory in my statement to where I say, like, there's no real venue that I got to be in on a Norwegian ship. But at the same time, you walk around a Norwegian ship. Look at uh, La Cucina. Really, really slick looking uh, uh, the dining room. Really cool. You go into the steakhouse, uh, expensive mahogany furniture, high-end looking stuff. The French bistro, Le Bistro, really, really cool inside and outside the building. Lush, lush furniture, looks really, really cool. Very cool layout to the Manhattan room. Cool laid out, physical. The hardware portion of it is in many ways very, very good. So a lot of fancy high-end looking stuff. Even surpassing Royal Caribbean in the classy end of things. But like I said, you could see you could see there was a lot of thought and care put into the build out and the selection of decor and furniture. But did the software back it up? And that's where, you know. All right, Sid Norman's poorhouse. This is a good venue. You know what I mean? It's they don't blow it away. Like it's not it's not like I wouldn't you know, compare it to the English pubs on Royal Caribbean. Yes, it's a full-on music venue with Marshall stacks built into the walls, but there is not the same charm in there as you have it, as the broken-down kind of draft beer smelly, uh, old-style English pub-looking place. When you get on that, you forget you when you're think. Here it is. Here it is. Ready? I got it. On Norwegian, at no particular time will Norwegian have you forget that you're on a cruise ship. It's the best way I could say it. You know you're on a cruise ship when you're on Norwegian. On Royal Caribbean and Carnival, some of those venues, you forget you're on a cruise ship. They build them out so cool, so authentic. There's such a charm to them. That's the best way I could say it. Um, so Sid Norman's Poorhouse. But having said that, it's still a good spot. It's still a really cool music joint with great sound, with great energy, and a great band with great music. And it's got the outside bar as well. More good about Norwegian. The entertainment, guys. I didn't see, I'm not a big Broadway show guy on a cruise ship. But if you listen to everybody, two shows in particular, yes, there's been a lot of talk about how they pull. Oh, we didn't talk about the um, the fact that, you know, the the the, the, the room stewards... They're going through it. Apparently, 23 rooms is the number that they get. Because multiple of us on the Vloggers Cruise, we all got that number. That number was given to us by our room steward. Yes, I deal with 23 rooms. One turned down, but it's still 23 rooms. My guy was great. I had no problem with my guy whatsoever. But many people were saying that they never even met their room steward. Can you imagine that on a cruise ship? 
That's one of the first things you see, that bright, smiling guy. You can't figure out how he knows your name and you just got on the ship. But that apparently, that's gone. I will say that we had to wait. I had to wait till like 3.30. Bunch of us sit standing in the, in the lobby of each deck near the elevators, near the stairs, people sitting on the stairs waiting to be able to get into their room and drop their stuff off. Tommy, I thought we were talking about the good now. Yes, we were. Let me go back to the good. All right, so the entertainment. Many people were just absolutely raving. You know, when they smoke this fire, I'm not the biggest go-by-review guy, but when they smoke this fire and people were talking all sorts of complimentary things about six and burn the floor. In the wake of everybody saying Kinky Boots was taken away, not ideal, but people seem to love these two production shows. So even though I did not see it, I'm going to tell you it was phenomenal because people I do trust, people whose opinions do hold weight with me, all said both of those shows were amazing, especially Six. They said Burn the Flow was amazing. They thought they wouldn't see anything better. And then Six happened, and they were like, wow. All right, even though I shit on it just a little while ago, Spice H2O. Still have to give it kudos. Still have to say, you know what? Anytime you get an aft portion of the ship with fun outside activities, outdoor activities with a full bar open until deep into the night, that's more than you could say. You can't get you don't get that on a Royal Caribbean ship. And you don't get it usually you get it select nights on Carnival. Carnival does it like it's an event. Royal I'm sorry, Norwegian does a great job in making sure that pretty much most nights during the cruise, you can be out on the back deck outside under the stars having some drinks with some good music at Spice H2O. Despite the fact that the shortcomings are there when it comes to actually throwing the level of party that they used to throw. It's still a good spot to hang out in. All right. Uh, all the food. All the food was pretty good. Well, I say it was the best cruise food I've ever had. No. But from the buffet to the main dining room to Oshihan's to all the specialty experiences that I did have, I had no problem with any of the food. I enjoyed most of it. Again, you know, blow you out of the water? No. But it was pretty consistent across the board that the food was going to be enjoyed. I like the waterfront. Waterfront is a great concept for a ship. Basically, think on deck eight, that's your restaurant row, your bar row, your venues, that type of thing. All from bow to stern, all throughout, you have restaurants across the board. Every restaurant that you do have had its outside counterpart. You can go outside and enjoy the beautiful salty air, the wind, the breeze, the sun, whatever. And they also, most of them, had a bar that faced out there as well. All the way from Moderna Steakhouse, walk all the way forward to where the whiskey, the Maltings Whiskey Bar is. Uh, you could go outside on any of them. Well, and that's a cool feature to have on the ship. You couldn't walk around completely, which was a drawback to a lot of people. That doesn't matter. I don't need to run circles around a cruise ship. I don't care about that. But on deck eight, on either side of the ship, the length of the ship pretty much, you had access to walking that whole run and enjoying some drinks across the you know across the whole across the whole ship. Uh, and I also really liked the staff. There's been a lot of talk about you know cuts and staff morale. My experience with the staff from the people who I did a ship tour YouTube. Check out the Always Be Booked YouTube channel. You'll see uh, I did a ship tour, and I 
you'll you'll see the staff is smiling, waving to the camera, having a good time, including my room steward. They did a great job. Every dinner that I had, the waiter and the waitresses were they were very attentive and at least on my end across the board there were no complaints for any of the staff on this cruise ship. So this complimentary things and in general like I said the cruise was good. It was a beautiful ship to beautiful ports with beautiful people and I had a blast on this cruise. But again, I'm not going to not give it real as far give it to you, you know, keep it real as far as the negative stuff. All right. We'll talk about the vloggers angle as you guys know as I mentioned this was the vloggers extravaganza and uh I had a blast on that. This was a late edition. I had no plans. Full disclosure, I did try to reach out to uh one of the people that were organizing it to book through them. I totally understand that uh you know, you don't get that instantaneous response. Uh the reason being for whatever the reason was, it I didn't get responded to. So I did look and see that the uh s- the cabins were clo- were selling really quickly, so I booked on my own. So because of that, I can't say that I really was going to uh, be in a position to go to a lot of the events. You know, you guys know how that works. The organizers organize this whole thing they put in a lot of work to do it and then what happens is you book through them they get a commission and that gets you access to all the events i don't know i'm sure i would have been able to go to some of the events i'm sure i would have i didn't ask i didn't now a lot of the events that they did have the q a's the meet and greets they were at like seven or eight in the morning so because of that and because of the timing of that i will leave it up to your interpretation as to whether or not i would have made it to any of them anyway but I did go to one. I did show up to one of them. Uh, Tony invited me. I saw him in Starbucks and he said, hey, we're doing a, a later one today if you want to come by. And I did. It was in the main theater and it was really cool. It was really impressive. You know, just in general, when you talk about, you know, when I started doing this cruise podcasting thing, it was like four or five of us out there. There was probably more, but like four or five of us that, you know, kind of to, to think that we could fill a cruise ship or fill an auditorium with cruise fans and fans of the vloggers. It's a pretty, pretty cool thing. And seeing those guys up there, shout out to Tony, shout out to Josh, shout out to EECC Travel, and shout out to Sharon at Sea for organizing and being the primary organizers. And then you have the other vloggers too. See, the thing is, I I can't I can't mention names. I did meet so many people, so many different channels, so many different creators. If I start naming names, I will forget people. That will be a slight. That will be an overlook, and I don't want that smoke, but uh, it is what it is. So I'll say that event at Cozumel. They had an event at Cozumel at a resort called Paradise Beach Club, and this looked like one of those things that, I mean, from the footage that I saw, you know, you have certain memories that are etched into your mind that you could just be doing whatever you're doing. You know, you're on a train. You're at a coffee shop. You're daydreaming at work. You're pretending to listen to your spouse, all that stuff. And then certain memories just creep into your mind from yesteryear. I could tell from just looking at this video that this is going to be one of those memories for all that were involved uh, in in that day. So it was really, really cool. Um, What did I love about this thing? I loved the late nights catching up at Oshihan's. Uh, A lot of the meeting places were Maltings, the the whiskey bar, and Oshihan's late night. 
Uh, it was great getting a chance to meet everyone. Like I said, I, I'm not going to start mentioning everybody's name. I did like the fact that I was able to meet Jamie from Sharon at Sea, as well as Sharon. Um, Sharon had her hands full. Jamie was a little bit more of the happy-go-lucky party guy, so it was a little bit more uh, fun. Um, I get Not fun, but it was a little bit more. I had a little bit more access to meeting him and hanging out with him here and there at the bar. Because you could see, as you as you would imagine, Sharon was very very busy. Uh, it was also great hanging out with John from the Ship Show. Tony, uh, big shout out to Tiffany. We had a fun time because it, we were, you know, Tiffany. I saw. I just was scrolling through Instagram, and I saw just basically what looked like my room be a little mini ship tour of my room on an Instagram story. And I'm like, who is this? This looks like my room. And then I saw it was Tiffany and Tiffany were follows always be booked. So I just DM her. I said, wow, same. She's like, yeah, same. Let's like, we'll meet up at some, we, one of us said, let's, let's catch up some point at, uh, on the ship. And then within a day or two, we did, we met, we had some drinks and then we had like subsequent dinners and nights out and stuff like that. But she's really dialed in to cruising. She's not a content creator in any way at this point, but she would be really, really good at it. So I was like kind of like encouraging her to uh, take it up a little bit. And, and because basically she's 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 got information like an insider and she follows it like an insider would. She's not one of these people that just goes on a cruise and, you know, forgets what ship she was on until the next one. She's in. She knows the executive name. So I you know, one night I said to uh, the bartender. And the bartender, everybody on that ship, the whole staff knew that there were a lot of vloggers on this cruise. So I said, uh, you know, I don't want to say anything, but do you know who this is? And it, I was talking about Tiffany to the bartender. And the bartender was like, no, no, I do not know. And I was like, I don't want to say anything. That's, that's the cruising diva. Okay. So, you know, she's a really, really big vlogger. And she was funny. She just went with it. She's like, yeah, you know, I've been doing it about two years. I am the cruising diva. And, uh. That's why she's kind of had that name since for the, for the rest of the cruise. I was calling her the cruising diva, but had a great time hanging out with Tiffany all cruise long. Uh, shout out to AJ and Melody. Had a great time spending a good extended time with with uh, with you guys at Maltings, the whiskey bar. Wish we got a chance to hang out more. Very very big shout out and a, and 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 a, and, a, and a thank you to Wanda. I had a blast with Wanda from day one to day to the end. Uh, she was awesome. We had so much fun. We had a dinner together. We had multiple drinks together, and uh, you know she showed up and had she had a shirt on for me for my birthday. Uh, I think it was um, an always be booked shirt that said "Happy Birthday." That was really really cool. And I will say this: I'll just speak on the whole uh, being recognized thing. Now, disclaim this too. Compared to the vloggers, compared to the YouTubers, this was a YouTube vlogging extravaganza, okay? Compared to any of them, I was an absolute nobody. We know that. But I do have a few thousand people out there that enjoy the content. And there's going to be some carryover. There's going to be some carryover. So people who like cruising vlogs are going to be some people that listen to cruise podcasts and when it comes to cruise podcasts there's not it's not as flooded of a market so maybe i am a little bit more i guess known in that stratosphere so between the people who came up to me and knew who i was and wanted to meet me take a picture whatever to the people who I was already extended with in a 15 minute conversation with just as fellow cruisers only to find out that they knew who I was. 
halfway through the conversation to the couple that we had dinner next to me and Tiffany and, um, and Labistro had a 15 minute conversation with them talking about cruising, uh, their cruising career, where they go, what they do, their travels. And then, you know, I think Tiffany may have mentioned, well, he's got a, a, a YouTube, uh, I'm sorry. He's got a, he's got a cruising podcast. And then the guys just for the guy to say, Oh, well, you, oh, I know who you are. I know who you are. That's just stuff like that was really cool, really humbling, and very, very strange in a very positive way. That's all I could say. Just very bizarre and very strange in the most positive way. And it was invigorating. You know, again, like I said, 90% of the ship had no idea who I was. But if that's 90% of the ship, that means what? A couple of hundred people did. So those couple of hundred people that did know me did a, a lot of a, a good amount of them did find me. And while I am a speck, a speck on this whole thing, I don't even know how I would deal with it. If I was somebody like Tony or even, you know, John or, or Jamie <clears throat> just walking around and not being able to go 15 feet without people, you know, shouting you out, saying, what's up? Hey, how you doing? It's got to be a really, really cool feeling. You know, it's, it's not it's not like it used to be. A lot of times, you know, back in the day, 70s, 80s, 90s, <laughs> if you were going to be a star, if you were going to be a person of note, a person of influence, you were going to, you'd probably know that by the time you were 20. But to have people deep into their 50s, all of a sudden, sudden realizing fame on this level, and don't get it twisted, it's fame. You're not going to tell me walking around those cruise ships and and Tony having just trying to get from Starbucks to guest services going about his day. All of a sudden, a line is developing of people to try to meet him. That's famous. However you slice it, that's famous. And that's just cool to see. Cool to see. As you do know, it was my birthday, too, on the last sea day. Some of you know, like, what am I, a jerk off? Yeah, as everybody knows, my birthday. My birthday was the last sea day. And, uh, that was cool. We, uh, I did, again, I don't like to make a big deal about my birthday, but at the same time, it's also kind of bizarre if it's your birthday and you just don't tell anybody. Here's what I want. I do like when people say happy birthday to me. Like I think we all do. What I don't like is surprise parties. What I don't like is people kind of stopping everything and making a big deal about it. I don't like that type of thing. I don't like people having to feel like they're responsible for uh, acknowledging or doing something otherwise than they would have already been doing for my birthday. I don't like any of that stuff. Happy birthday is cool. Feels good when somebody says happy birthday. That's it. But uh, we had a good day. Uh, that last day, that last C day, I feel like there was a little bit of a lift, kind of like everybody, all the vloggers. I feel like they knew they made it. You know, there was probably like a, a an area where it's like, oh, there's so much work to do. But on that last C day, I felt a little bit of a tension release from all the vloggers, especially Jamie on that last day, uh, middle of the afternoon. He started banging down shots and drinks or whatever it was. Maybe not shots, but drinks. Uh, I'm not going to say Sharon was extremely thrilled about that, but Jamie, you got to give it to him. He was enjoying himself. That kind of, I guess, motivated me to have some more drinks and enjoy myself. All of a sudden, a happy birthday song did break out at uh, the Shakers, the the martini bar, and it was fun. It was a great day. And uh, then at night, at night, we uh, met Tiff for dinner at the Manhattan Room. We were seated near John. I'm going to release a video. John uh, went on a rant, and I thought about telling you about the rant 
and how it was, but nobody could do it better than John. I did get some good footage of John. Uh, I will release John the Rooster, uh, Clayco, Claykowski. He's got 19 names. Sometimes you forget them, but he's got a show called The Ship Show, and you should definitely check that out. But he had a crazy rant on the last night of the cruise, and then out of nowhere, he sent over a birthday cake with a bunch of singing waiters to me as well at the table, and it was fun, man. It was really, really fun. We've gone pretty long on this one. I, again, just to just to land the plane, had an absolutely amazing cruise. What we're going to do next time is talk about the following cruise, which was on Freedom of the Seas, and then we're going to talk about uh, your emails. I do have some emails from you guys. We'll go through them, and that'll pretty much be it. Again, always be both Cruise and Travel Lounge on Facebook. If you want this five days a week for a half hour a day, uh, go to patreon.com slash booked. P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash booked. Uh, YouTube channel, Always Be Booked. Instagram. Guys, I've been very, very active on Instagram with the reels. I'm kind of proud of the work that I've done on Instagram. Why don't you go check it out and tell me if I should be or not? Uh, always be booked on Instagram and that is pretty much oh by the way book that damn group cruise Pirates and Pier Runners 2023 Carnival Celebration 7 days out of Miami Tommy at alwaysbebooked.com for more information you guys are the best boat drinks cones <laughs>